those of us who oh for those of us who may not be familiar with what house hacking is uh can you share with us uh briefly what house hacking actually is um so house hacking <clears throat> you basically get a property and you basically like a duplex fourplex something like that and you renovate the other side and you rent it out to people or you know tenants and then they basically cover your uh your mortgage. You can do that with a house. You can do it with, a, like I said, fourplex, duplex, anything like that. Nice, nice. Okay, I like it. So, so basically, you're able to, as you share, rent out one side, and you know if the numbers work, potentially live in the other side, rent free, scot free, uh, along while building some some wealth. And it is possible, especially there in St. Louis. Uh, do, do you guys have, um, uh, are your homes structured similar to how they are in like Chicago? Uh-oh, let's see here. Jaren, did you hear that question? Uh, can you repeat that one more time? Sure, no problem. Are, are you guys homes structured similar to how it's structured in, in Chicago, meaning that you may have a basement, um, a main level, a third floor? Yeah, some of them are, yeah. Um, out here, cause I've never been into a Chicago um property. So some of them are like that. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, yeah, man. Thanks for uh, definitely sharing with us. You know who you are and you know what you're looking for. Uh, anyone else would like to you know uh, you know share some words before we we get started? Yeah, my name is Isaac. I'm from Houston, Texas. Nice. Um, I'm just trying to get financial freedom. I'm pretty close to uh, getting to 60 years old. And I've been trying to chase this already for about a couple of years. And COVID came in and kind of stopped. But yeah, uh, my son also is, and my son-in-law also want to get involved. My son recently became a... Uh, a uh, real estate agent. So I'm looking forward to probably working with him and getting, giving him some, some, uh, a piece of the, uh, meat outbone. Okay. Nice. Nice. I like it. So, so you're here to learn how, um, invest in real estate and, um, you know, to start a legacy for you and your family. I like it. Exactly. I like it. Okay. Well, well awesome. Um, I tell you what, let, let me ask this one last question here. Is it anyone on the call that has, um, let me just say that, that has $500,000 or more? Crookets. All right, perfect. <laughs> oh, Jaron, okay, awesome. So, guys, Jaron is definitely going to be our cash guy, okay? So, hey, if I had it, I would help. Hey, I appreciate that, man. So, so basically, <laughs> I, I really asked that question to show that, hey, we're all here with the common goal is, you know, ultimately to make money, to to learn how to earn money. Our philosophy is to earn, um, I'm sorry, learn, earn and return. So we all want to learn from each other. We all want to learn, uh, earn with each other. And we all want to return uh, as much as we possibly can. So this is what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to give you guys the luxury of deciding tonight. So I was going to discuss, uh, we got two topics we could discuss. We can discuss fix and flip, or we can discuss creative financing. Okay. So to sum it up, fix and flip, you guys know, 
you buy at a discounted price, you renovate, you sell it for a profit. Okay, we can discuss that or we can discuss creative financing. Creative financing is whenever uh, learning how to get control of an actual asset with little to very, um, you know, with little, uh, very little money and sometimes no credit at all. So we got two things we can discuss. All right. So I'm going to open up the floor to the first person that, that responds. Are we speaking about option one or option two? Up, oh, Tiffany, she 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 responded. We're talking, we're speaking about fix and flips. So Mia, option two, we will be back. Excuse me here. We will be back on Sunday at 1 p.m. Uh, same channel. Okay, but uh, 1 p.m. same channel, same YouTube channel to discuss. And what I promised you, Mia, on that day, I will discuss our creative financing with you. It's uh, a passion of mine. I promise you that. So let me go ahead and share my screen here with you guys. Let me do this here. I'm going to move this here so I'm not constantly looking up and down, up and down. So I can be right here in front of you. There we go. Share my screen. You guys, let me. Can you see my screen there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we awesome. can. Now let me go to file. How do you play the slideshow? And it's like the older you get, the smarter you think you are, and then you realize, hey, I'm I'm not where I thought I what where I thought I was. Let's see here, slideshow. There we go. All right. So I think that uh, that did it there for us. So the one thing that I would like for you guys to do here, I, I go by Coach Joe. My name is, is Joe, but I go by Coach Joe. Uh, one of the things I would like for you guys to do is if the information that that's shared tonight, if you feel that it's valuable, it's impactful, and that is something that you guys uh, actually learned something from. I ask and request that you guys go follow, subscribe me um, on social media. So that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all as Coach Joe. Coach with a, uh, with a K. That is it. All right. Let's see here. So just to give you guys a little bit of background on who I am, because I know that that's like important. Uh, what, what, what I want you guys to know is that I've been in real estate going on right now about, um, I want to say almost eight years now. I started out in the fix and flip sector. Okay. Um, so I did, I went a route that most people don't go. Most people start out as wholesalers. Uh, but I came in and I started in the fix and flip. Um, I went through a educational course. Um, yeah. Course cost about uh, maybe about from start to end, almost $60,000 to go to gain this knowledge, all right? So I went through this educational course. Man, it was very impactful. It changed my life for good, for good. So throughout this eight-year period, I've done probably around 50 flips. I've been a part of uh, countless numbers of transactions uh, from fix and flips to creative financing to wholesales. Um, so I've done quite a bit. So I have a little bit of experience there. So if you guys have questions, make sure that, you know, you, you, you definitely ask. Okay. Let me see here. Do, do you guys see my screen as a whole or do you guys see it to where it's like two slides being shown? Is 
This is the one I want to share. All right, there we go. All right. Hey, I need to get my photo in there. I know everyone's always like, who the heck is Coach Joe? I need to get my photo in there. All right. So when we're speaking about fix and flip, you know, what exactly is a fix and flip? We, we know it's pretty simple. It's not rocket science. It's basically you're purchasing the property at a discounted rate. Okay. At a discounted rate, you're going to do your renovations. Then at the end of the renovations, you're going to put the market back. I'm sorry. You're going to put the property back on the market for a profit. Okay. So we know it's a lot of things that go along in between that process, but that's the flow of the process. Okay. So what I am going to share with you guys is that what we see on HGTV it's very, very rare. When I say very rare, it's HGTV, you see a property, they, they purchase it for 100000 they completely gut it out, come back with everything uh, all brand new. I mean, they do the works to this thing. And then they come back and they sell it for $450,000. And they're in, in between, that person has made $125,000. Uh, it's not always that way. Okay, it's not always that way. In fact, the average profit on a flip is about $25,000. The average net profit, which is really good whenever you consider you can get in and out of a transaction within, you know, 60 uh, to 120 days. So to make $25,000 in 120 days, that's pretty good in my book. Okay. So Whenever you're doing fix and flips, okay, so it's always going to be things that you need to know, all right? Anyone has an idea of what any of those things could be? What do you think it is that, that you just absolutely need to know whenever you're getting into fix and flips? No, nope, not all at once. Hey, this, this isn't a test, so I'll, I'll just keep going. I want to help you guys here, all right? So here are the four things, the critical things that you need to know. You need to know how to find a deal, how to analyze the deal, how to fund the deal, and how to make sure that you act fast, how to act fast, okay? So I wanna touch on these here for a second, okay? Let's look at how to find deals. Right now, what's taking place on the market, right? It is a lot of competition. The houses on the market, people are overpaying for. So it's like uh, really making it really hard for investors like us who don't have a half a million dollars in our bank account. So we need to be able to find these deals, be very creative, okay? So remember... Finding the deals, analyzing the deals, funding the deals, and acting fast. So when you ask yourself, hey, can I really make money at this? Yes, but it's three components. You have to make sure you manage the risk. You stick to the script, have multiple exit strategies, okay? How do you manage risk? You get with people that are more skilled and knowledgeable about the process, right? 
you want to make sure that whenever you're going in, you you don't have to know it all, but you want to make sure you're with the right group of folks that are willing to help coach and lead you throughout this process. Okay. Sticking to the script. All right. I see this was like a huge challenge with me whenever I started out. Okay. With the sticking to the script, you have to remember one, you're not living in the house. You're not living in a property. Okay. By going into a property with the notion of, hey, I'm going to make this thing ultra sexy. It is going to be a HGTV style of property. Going into a deal with that mindset will quickly have you over budget. Quickly have you over budget. All right. So you want to make sure that whenever you're going through this process, you have a script. You know exactly what your material cost is, what your labor cost is, what your budget is. So you can follow that script to get you to the end. Lastly, multiple exit strategies. Okay. What happens if you get a property you can't sell? You can't sell it for COVID. A couple months, people stop lending. Can't sell it because the market condition changes for whatever reason. You can't sell it because, um, or you can sell it, but you decide you want to keep it. So you want to have multiple exit strategies because whenever you get involved in these deals, things will happen. It is very, very normal. Okay. I'll give you guys some scenarios of good things, bad things, and different things that have happened, okay? And this is why multiple exit strategies are important. Uh, a good thing happened. You purchase the property. The value increases. So you purchase the property for $75,000. You put, and this is a real-life scenario here. I purchased the property for $75,000. I put $25,000 into it. I'm all in, all in $100,000, okay? That's the purchase and the renovations. The ARV, the after repair value at the time of purchase was $148,000, all right? Once I finished that renovation, which it took me, say, four and a half, five weeks, the property value increased from 148,000 to 165,000. All right. So that's something good that happened. The value increased. So at this time, I say, you know what? I could sell this property for 165,000 and, you know, make a gross profit of 65,000. Or I may decide I want to keep this property as a rental because I have enough equity in there to where I can refinance out that 100,000, put a mortgage on it, pay my old lenders off and rent the property out. So that's having multiple exit strategies, all right? That's why you wanna buy at the right price, okay? Another exit strategy could be for something that bad could happen, uh, values could decrease. Our renovation budget could increase to where you need to you know, make some modifications. So whenever that happens, you always gotta make sure you purchase at the exact same, at the price you need to purchase at, okay? Does anyone know how to calculate an offer? 
Not yet? Okay. Write this down, guys. Write down the, uh, I think they're calling it now the 75% rule. Okay. ARV 75% rule. Okay. I don't utilize the 75% rule. I utilize a different rule. But the 75% rule is where you start. Okay. It's a good place to start. All right. So how do you find deals? We know right now, if you pull, pull up the MLS, that's realtor.com, zillow.com, Trulia, Trulio, uh, all these different uh, real estate uh, sources to where people list their houses for sale. You're going to see that properties a year and a half ago, <laughs> they're going to have those properties listed at for top dollar right now because they know the competition is stiff. It's folks out here like myself and, and, and other investors that's willing to pay a little bit more, in some cases, a lot more to get their hands on an opportunity. Yeah. So how do you find these, these deals? I'm going to share th this way here, a free way, a free way of finding leads, okay? You can do what we call driving for dollars. If you guys aren't interested with that, oh, LT, I see you there, man. Welcome to the call, brother. You're on mute. Oh, I see. You still muted. Hey, unmute yourself, man. Uh, you, you you working on some things over there? It's all good. All right, guys. I'll be the mic. How y'all doing, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well tonight. There you go, man. Welcome, welcome, brother. Hey, hey, let's talk. Let's talk through this here really quick. All right. So we have these, you know, looking for leads, right? So I got outbound leads and I have inbound leads. You know, my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite is driving for dollars, okay? If you're not familiar with driving for dollars, what you want to do is go to YouTube and you want to search driving for dollars. It's going to be plenty videos uh, that's going to show you and teach you and coach you on how to effectively drive for dollars. But driving for dollars, guys, have made me whew, so much, so, so much money. Um, and not quick money, but it's built my wealth. And that's what I'm looking for. Uh, but you can definitely make a lot of quick uh, uh, cash from that. You can find fix and flips, wholesale opportunities. It's, it's so many things that you can do. I love driving for dollars. LT, what are some of the things you're doing for as advertising go? Um, I use Facebook a lot. Um, I just post Facebook, hey, who's looking for real estate or who want to get involved in real estate? Just ask that question in your uh, status box and uh, people actually uh, tag on to it and then you just have a conversation with them. That's an easy way. Um, another way is um, to reach out to, um, you know, your barber, your dentist, your 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 doctor. I mean, you ask them, are they interested in real estate while they're working on you? <laughs> You'd be right, surprised. Right. You'll be surprised at how much, um, how many of those people are interested in real estate. They just don't know how to get involved, but they have the money to finance you. So that's another subject for another day. Okay, so so you like using social media. So so now when you're doing social media, you're doing your advertising. Your messaging is pretty simple. Um, anyone looking to sell? Anyone looking to buy? Anyone looking for more information about real estate somewhere along that, those lines? That's it. That's it. 
Now, it, are you like like investing in like creating some actual ads or are you just like typing the words in? Nope. No ads. No ads. I did ads Dang. for a little while. I was not getting any hits off ads. I mean, I didn't do it consistently, but um, um, you know, since I have a few rental properties, once you show that you want to um, put a rental property out there for rent and asking for, hey, any tenants out there, anybody want to apply for it? Um, your name going to get out there. Once your name get out there, people going to start tagging you and start reaching out to you and it'll be word of mouth, especially if you do somebody good. Uh, once you get a tenant and they start renting from you, they're going to tell everybody else about you and say, hey, my landlord good. They, they take care of us and they're going to bring deals to you. I like it. Like it. Like it. OK, cool. So there you go. You got driving for dollars. I love you got advertising um, and, you know, he's using social media, which is a part of advertising and marketing. And uh, he's using word of mouth. You have the MLS. The MLS is, you know, like I said, the Zillow.com, Realtor.com. So the properties that are listed for sale with other agents, you know, realtors. So you, you can use that for looking for leads. Uh, also, you can do cold calling, right? So meaning that you can actually download list for, let, let me give you one list here I'd like to download. You can download absentee owners, Okay. What absentee owner means is that the owner of that property does not live in that property. Okay. So you can actually download that list. You can sort that list by city, state, zip code. Some systems you can actually do it by um, uh, neighborhood as well. Some systems you can do it by neighborhood and you can call them and just ask, Hey, are you interested in buying or selling homes? Right. So, those are ways that you can find some leads. These are very critical, as I shared, because right now competition is stiff. It's the seller's market. They know that they have the power. And so they're gutsy and ballsy to ask for more than what they typically would. All right. Now, here's, here's one thing that I love. This right here. Inbound leads are always the best. Always the best. You know why? Because they're calling you, telling you about their need. Okay. You can call it a need and call it an opportunity. You can call it a problem, but whatever it is, they're calling you. Those are the easiest sales ever, easiest sales ever. So got, you have to learn the tricks of the trade when it comes to generate inbound leads. Okay. And I'll give you guys one. All right. One golden nugget. All right. Have you guys ever been out and you're driving by, I don't know, maybe a Walmart, you're driving by um, a street corner and they have these signs, we buy houses. OK, that's a way of generating an inbound lead. That's just one I'll give you guys one, one little golden nugget that right there. And those folks call them. They already know that, hey, they got a deal going on, a deal going on. And, and I'll share with you guys uh, a success story that I have with uh, from an inbound lead and how you guys can, you know, utilize these platforms here and get some leads yourself. OK. Let's see here. All right. This is this is where the math comes into play. All right. Learning how to analyze deals. This is, is all math. Stick to the math, okay? So you got to want to know, hey, how do I calculate my ARV? 
LT, you know what the ARV is, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So for those that don't know what the ARV is, it stands for after repair value. That means what is the property going to be worth once the renovations are complete? Okay. You have to know this if you want to make an offer on this particular property. Okay. All properties, you need to know what the ARV is. Okay. You're going to want to know, hey, how do I pull comps? All right. And let's go through the two, pulling comps and ARV. Okay. I'll start with pulling comps. If you're not a realtor, if you have someone that has access to the MLS system, you want them to pull comps for you. Okay. You want them to pull it. The comps are going to tell you what the values are going to be once the renovations are complete. It's very important. Second, you want to know, hey, how do I calculate my ARV? Okay. The comps are going to tell you that. That's what you utilize the agents for. Uh, if you got a good relationship with one, they'll help you. Uh, if you don't, one of the things I like to do is because I've gotten like pretty, pretty skilled at it. I'll start developing a map of the cities where I like to invest. And I'll start writing down what the per, price per square foot is. So if I'm in 711.18, I go $97. Okay. If I'm in 711.05, I do uh, $86. That's a quick rule of thumb. Not always accurate. Okay. It's a quick rule of thumb. So step one, getting a realtor in your tool belt, okay? You want a good solid realtor that's uh, willing to work with you, help you grow uh, along this process, okay? Secondly, you have understanding repairs, okay? So how do you do that? You wanna know what it costs to complete a renovation. You wanna know what contractors actually uh, charge you, you know, to know if you're paying too much or not enough, all right? So for example, understand the renovations. In a bathroom, you have a toilet, you have a tub, you have a, a faucet for the, uh, for the tub, you know, you have a vanity, you have countertops, you have faucets for, for the sinks, you have a mirror, you have lights. In some cases you have the vent fan, right? So what you wanna do is you wanna have a system in place that helps you identify what the cost is for each item in that bathroom, okay? Not only what the cost is for the items, now you wanna know what the labor cost is for to in, do the installations. LT, what are you spending to install a toilet these days? What, $75, hmm. $60? See, LT is, LT is paying 60 to $75. Joe is paying $40 to install a toilet. Does it mean that LT is wrong and Joe is right? No. LT is in Virginia right now. Joe is in Texas right now. So our cost is different, right? So now, because I know what it costs to install a toilet, LT, what are you paying for a toilet to buy one? $99. Perfect. So all in, he's all in $175. I'm spending the exact same thing on the toilet. He's all in 175. I'm all in 140. 
Now imagine we're speaking about one item in a house and in a house you can have over 500 items. So imagine if you are off in your market, prospective market, imagine if you are off uh, $15 every item. Imagine that. That contractor is like cleaning up on you guys, which it, it happens. You know, when you start, it happens, right? So you want to get a good understanding of what repairs are, how much they cost from a material standpoint to an actual um, labor standpoint. Okay, you want to get a good idea. Uh, give you guys an example. I had a, a, a partner, a trainee, uh, Barbara, who I'm actually training. Uh, she has a property. Where is it at? It's like South Louisiana. She, she's doing a property in South Louisiana. Okay. So she has his house. She's like, oh my God, I got to get my bathroom redone. Okay, perfect. Let's talk about it. She started naming off all, it's only about 80 square feet of tile. Uh, the tub is already there, but it. I need a new one. It has to be set. Like she was just going like off. She said, the guy wants to charge me uh, $5,800 to do this bathroom. I said, okay, well, let's walk through it. Did he give you an itemized bid? No, he didn't. Okay, who's in charge of selecting what the materials are? I am. Okay, so he's not. Okay, who's going to pick up and, uh, and deliver the materials and install them? He is. Okay, perfect. Let's go through it. By the time we went through it, that budget of $5,500 got cut down to $2,600 in a five minute conversation, five minutes. She called, or actually she didn't call. She messaged the contractor. They went back and forth and guess what he did? Agreed to her number. And that included uh, materials and labor. Agreed to her number, included materials and labor. But because she had a good system in place and hey, I was able to talk her off the cliff, you know, like, look, let's just write it down, look, you know, look at it. Cause I couldn't tell her if that was too much or not. Um, based upon, I didn't know the size of the bathroom. I didn't know if she had a shower and a standalone tub. You know, I didn't know if she had a double vanity. You know, I didn't know a lot of these things. Hey, LT, we got some messages pop, popping up in the uh, chat. If it's anything that you can answer, um, you know, answer. If it's something that uh, we need to stop and discuss, hey, you know, bring it up and, and we can discuss it right now. So I think honestly, um, uh, no comments come in. I was putting out a message and I was, um, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I put all our own handles in there and um, yeah, I put driving for dollars, Zelo, you know, YouTube. But nonetheless, I think this may be a good chance to um, just give everyone a chance to um, chime in. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Does anyone have any questions, comments, concerns about any of the information that's been shared thus far? I'd love to hear you guys' feedback, especially if it's a contractor here, um, you know, a, a painter, a laborer, you know, plumber, anything like that. Or agent, real estate agent. There we go. Our agents. I have a question. Sure. Um, I was trying to figure out, uh, are you teaching us, like, how to wholesale? And is that where you're, like, teaching us how to wholesale? Great, great question. So we do share different wholesaling techniques. Just tonight, we're speaking about fix and flip. But, yes, oh. we do, uh, you know, share wholesaling uh, techniques. 
it's a very exciting and fun time to get in wholesaling right now as well. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Is, is that more along the lines of what you were looking for tonight? Oh, no, because I, um, I would have, because I was hearing you saying like picking up a property and buying, um, buying a property without all money or, or credit. So I was thinking, oh, so the first thing that popped to my mind was like, oh, you're talking about wholesaling. Then I was just, then the more you were talking, and I was like, wait, so that I was just getting a little confused. So now it's, it's more about fixing mm -hmm. and well, th this call is tonight is about fix and flip. You know, we, we touch all sectors when it comes to real estate investing. And here's the beauty of it, you know, and I'm not saying wholesaling is where you're headed, but this right here, learning how to analyze a deal, learning how to an properly analyze a deal, you will quickly become the number one wholesaler, number one negotiator in your market because from having an understanding of what repair cost is. I can't tell you the number of emails I get where people tell you, oh, okay, hey, buy it at uh, 65, renovation 40,000, ARV 220,000. Oh man, this is a good deal. You take a look at the pictures, you're like, wait a second, where the heck can I fix this thing at for $40,000? You need a new roof, you need new windows, you need, new AC unit, you need new floors, you need a brand new kitchen. Before I even get to, 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 to the last two, I've already like spent $40,000. So you like, so that lowers their credibility. So now whenever deals come uh, to my email from them, I really just hit delete. You know, I don't delete them because one, one day I might end up looking at, and, and get lucky. But for the most part, I don't even look at them because it tells me that, hey, I'm not, this isn't an experienced wholesaler. So learning how to analyze deals is critical for any part, any part <clears throat> of renovations, any part of real estate. I met with a hedge fund group yesterday. Now, if I'm able to land this fish, man, whoo. This is amazing. I could buy all the deals that you guys bring to the table, right? If, if I land this deal. But here's the thing, this hedge fund group, they were used to working with new construction. So their numbers are totally different from my numbers. I asked them, hey, how much does it cost for you to paint a house per square foot? Well, yeah, you know, average with labor and materials, just the paint, not tape floating texture, just the paint, we're paying about $3.50 a square. Whoa. Woo. Joe, what are you spending? Well, depending upon the ceilings, I'm starting out at, at you know, $1.75 a square. If it's 16-foot ceilings, then I'm going to go up to $2.25. And that includes my material. Wait, what? No. Yes. Let me show you how. Let me show you the results. And it just shows the different world that we're in. But um, this is why understanding what cost is will set you apart from any investor out there. Last thing you want to do is get involved in a transaction. You're massively over budget or you massively under budget. When I say that under, meaning you didn't borrow enough funds to complete the renovations. Right. So you want to be, you know, just, you know, just right. Perfect. 
So, and it's very important. So you understand how much you can actually offer on a property. Okay. So let's go through an exercise here really quick. <clears throat> LT, do, do you know how to utilize whiteboard on here? Nah, man, I haven't done it yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't either, but, but it's okay. So, so, so let me do this here. I don't know how either. Um, either. Hold on, let me see some. Sorry, brother. We'll we'll figure this thing out here. Uh -oh. Yeah, I know I told you it was on here. Oh, you know what? Uh, screen? Nope, nope, nope. It's not that one. All right, cool. Let, let's let's just do this here. We're, we're going to speak it out. All right. So if anyone has their cell phones in front of them, let's go through uh, doing calculations on a uh, on an opportunity here really quick. OK, so we're going to do simple numbers, not hard. OK, and when oh, I say oh, simple, Joe, you can go back, go to uh, your share. OK, here, let me pull it up here. Yeah. All right. All right, it's right over there. Let's we'll say screen one, screen two, whiteboard, uh, iPad. So just go to whiteboard. God, oh man, look at you, brother. You said we'll all figure right, it out. <laughs> all right, all right, let's do it here. Okay, let's say we have a property here. Remember, the first thing we need to know with our property is we need to know what the A. Man, I, I, can I type this in here, man? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm doing it with my mouth, man. Yeah, that ain't gonna work. Uh, it's all good. Okay. First thing we want to know is what the ARV is. Okay. ARV stands for after. Man, this is hard. Man, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah, make leave, a fool yeah. of myself. Too Let much. it be. Let it be. Uh, yeah, I ain't gonna make a fool of myself too much. So ARV stands for after repair value. Okay. So after repair. So let's say in, in, in this case here, we have an after, oh, there we go. We have an after repair value of a hundred, oh, let's just do $200,000, okay? All right, so remember I said, what we wanna do, we wanna do the 75% rule, right? Man, how can I come back over here? It's not working. All right, so 75%, this is where we start. Where's my ARV? 200,000. Now we want to multiply that times 0.75. All right, so 200,000. LT, you got your calculator? I'm trying to get it out, man. I got cash out book. <laughs> oh, well, hey, look, I understand, man. 200,000 times 0.75. If anybody can help me out, with the math, that'll be yeah, 150. Okay, 150. All right. So now 150. How do I draw here? Uh, oh, there we go. Draw. There we go. All right. So now <laughs> this here gives us 150,000. This is our new purchase price. So right now, this is what where we start our offer, okay? So do we offer this $150,000 for this property? Not quite. Not quite. Because it's still something we need to factor in. We need to subtract our repairs. Okay? So for this 
let's just say our repairs for this case is $50,000. All right, so now we're at, you subtract that. So now your new offer price is $100,000. You guys see how, how we got there? No, we got a question here. Let's see. Okay, perfect, perfect. So track repair. Yep, you got it. You got it. So whenever you're doing your offer, this is where you want to start. What's my ARV? Times 0.75. Okay. Then that gives me a purchase price. 150. This is where I start. Then subtract your re repairs. And now this is what your offer price is. Okay. All right. Anyone want to take a stab at this? Nope. We're good. All right. So I need to, uh, Mia me, me, uh, asked a question about, uh, do you just want to borrow enough funds just for the renovation um, and a cost and then sell it for the ARV? I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Let's talk about that. When it comes to finding the money and understanding what's needed, okay? So when you utilize, it's several different platforms that you can use. It's several different financing techniques you can use, okay? But the most popular one when it comes to investors, we like to use what they call hard money lenders, okay? Let me type this in here so you guys can Google this, all right? I can't even see that. Move that over there. There we go. Google hard money, all right? Just Google it. And what you're going to find out is you're going to find a lot of companies that's operating in that area, Okay. If you want to get more uh, information about what their terms are, what they're willing to finance, what you have, you know, uh, have to do as a borrower, contact them. They're going to have a page that you can actually contact them. Okay, so uh, just Google hard money lenders. Let me try this here. Uh, um, I, I want you guys to see this is very important. Right. Mia said she want to try. She said yes, she wouldn't mind trying to. Oh, I like it. All right, let's let's do this here. All right, Mia yeah, being a go getter. Yeah, I just typed in hard money. Look at this. You have all these different companies here: lending home. Um, let's just go here to the first one at the top. Rates as low as uh, six point five percent. So you go in here, you just go through the actual steps. Let's see here, over five state. I do them everywhere. I'm just going to pick a state, Texas. Uh, we're, on, we're on their landing page, so they're trying to give a, get too uh, much information from me. Okay, so, here we go. So, so this is a good chance for me to tell you. all I'm going to give you all a little nugget. Uh, create a new email address just for stuff like this. That way you don't spam your email, right? So if you don't want to use them, they go into a different one. So create a new email address 
if you're deciding your real estate just for whenever you're going to landing pages and stuff like that, so that information go there and you don't have to be inundated with it on your regular email. Exactly. Exactly. Like it, like it. Hey, I, I should have took that technique, man. You should have uh, taught me that technique eight years ago. <laughs> Because right now my, my Google just be blasting, but but I have like 10 email addresses now. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so go research, you know, a hard money lender, find out what their terms are. And I tell you this, they're all going to be very similar. It's going to be some small tweaks here and there from some some companies, but they're all going to be very similar. All right. So find out what a bridge loan is, a rental loan. You just click on them, get more information. And if you're not getting everything you need, use YouTube, use your investment network. You have to have the reach out to the company. Message boxing. Reach out to the companies. All right. Do you guys have any questions about the ARV um, or hard money lenders right now? Nope. All right, Mia, did you do, did you volunteer to uh, do one? Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> uh, I have a question about the ARV. This is Joe. Oh. Oh, yeah, Joe. So, so okay. it was, was she volunteering to do, like, uh, one of the uh, calculations? Yeah, yeah, she was. Go ahead and let Joe do that, then you can get that, uh, get in your mind how she's going to do it. What you got, Joe? Nah, my question is, uh, let's say there is no no good company. Like, I know about ARV, you know, I use some tools to help me get my ARV and everything. But there's sometimes I run across where there's no comp within, like, a mile. You know, I don't like to go outside a mile of the house or the property. And sometimes I, yeah, there's no recent comps in that area, you know. So what kind of ARV do you do then? Like, are, you a, are you a real estate agent? No, nah, I'm a wholesaler. You're a wholesaler. So yeah. you don't have any relationship with real estate agents? Uh, I have one, but she's kind of, she takes her time responding. And by the time I need an answer, you know, I'm, I've already worked something out. I kind of did my own thing and ran with my gut, you know. All right. So, Joe, just I'm on, I'm on throw this out there. Just I don't know all your information. I don't know where you at or anything. But I'm going to tell you like this. Uh, the best thing I would say for you to do is to build more relationships with several real estate agents because you're a wholesaler and every house you call about a wholesale deal may not fit you. And then you tell that real estate agent you're going to refer the deal to them if the house can be sold at regular price. So I would that's my recommendation because. I, I've pulled comps before as a, 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 a investor, and my comps could be close to right, but not right. But if I had real estate agents, I know I got a good concrete um, comp, or I have a relationship with with um, appraisers. Another thing you can do is have a relationship with a bank. If you call the bank and you have a relationship with the bank, they can do an in-house appraisal on the house for you as well. Yeah. So it's several ways to get I good. What you got? I did not know that. <laughs> that right there. I did not. I've never heard that. That's, yeah, that's, I get. That's I get. Right so my bank. So now, okay, hold on, Joe. Let me help you out. I'm gonna give you one more nugget. I'm gonna shut up. I'm giving out too much good, valuable information. So the thing about it is, you can't go to Chase Bank. 
You can't go to Wells Fargo. They don't care about low, you know, small people like us. They care about the big money. So you have to go to a community bank that deal with small businesses and that want small businesses to thrive. So make sure you go into an investor-friendly bank is what I'm saying. So small community banks, small credit unions that does uh, small deals that, you know, value the 50,000 deals, the 100,000 deals, the $250,000 deals. Those people right there, once you build a relationship with them, I, they will run an in-house appraiser for you if they know they're going to get the refinance and you'll keep the deal. Now, you're a wholesaler, of course, so you need appraisers on your team. You need contractors on your team. You need a real estate agent on your team. You need title companies on your team. So you can get information from them as well. Okay. Thank you. No problem, brother. No, that, hey, that, that's uh, um, <clears throat> that, that's a great, great comeback right there. Great comeback. Uh, great information there too, LT. I, I like and this is where we all like have the each one teach one mentality is that, hey, I, I never used in um, well, I never worked with a uh, in-house appraiser uh, appraiser. Uh, I do have an appraiser. Once you get like really involved in real estate, you can get your own appraiser uh, on your team, quote unquote, someone that's. Um, you know, you can pay $25 and they'll do a quick desktop in the event that the bank isn't available. So as you continue to build your relationships, add appraiser to, you know, that relationship that you're looking to build as well. How do you find an appraiser? You simply utilize Google. You can call the title company. You can ask a realtor or broker. So, hey, who's a good appraiser uh, for me to use? And hey, you, you call, you may call five or six of them and whichever one you feel like you connect with the best, you know, that's the one you, you use. So, so, so here's one of the things that I started doing. Um, I came across this uh, map online. I said, you know what? This is actually really neat, really, really neat. Here's an area of the country. I, I invest a lot in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And so whenever opportunities come up, like uh, either online or via wholesale or cold call, however I get get these opportunities. Sometimes, hey, like like you, Joel, hey, I need to make a quick, quick, quick decision, right? So if I get an opportunity in zip code 70812, I know, hey, I need to run my ballpark numbers and I always go on the low end. I need to run my ballpark numbers off of $70 a square foot. So if I have a house that's 100, uh, thou I'm sorry, a thousand square feet. Hey, seventy thousand is my ARV. It's a rule of thumb. It doesn't mean that that's one hundred percent accurate. Just a rule of thumb. It helps me be able to move quickly, as we discussed, right? So, if you know the area that you like to invest in, you like to do your work. Hey, it may only be a couple zip codes, right? Take your time. Start building out. Hey, what's the, you know, the averages for those zip codes? So when those um, properties come to your desk, you're able to boom, say, okay, this is the maximum amount, amount I would, um, you know, this is the, my ARV. Okay, what do I think my repairs are going to be? Boom, all right, done. So you don't absolutely need a realtor, but uh, upfront, but it's great to have a relationship with several of them. It really is. But so, yeah. Uh, map out the zip codes that you want to invest in, start figuring out what the uh, ARV is for that area. And I'll give you guys a really, a really, really good quick technique that you can get this number here. 
let's say I'm just going to use, um, let's go here. Let's go Zillow. This is a, a quick and easy technique, all right? Let's see here. I don't want to be an agent. I just want to go to Zillow. There we go. All right. Uh, LT, can you get what? Or anyone else other than LT? Give me a zip code. Somebody uh, give me a zip code. Yeah, 22307. Mine. All right, 22307. Got it. All right. So, ooh, man, these are some nice houses out here. Alexandria, so right down the road from me. Nice. So, so we're looking for houses, okay? So I'm going to go over here for sale or house type. So I can filter out a lot. I'll leave townhomes and houses in there. All right. Whoa, man. One point one yeah. million dollars for a three thousand square foot house. Yes, sir. That's you know that. You know how much I pay for mine. Boy, boy, oh boy. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yowzers, <laughs> man. All right. All right. So we're on this zip code here. <laughs> Man. All right. So let's go to the zip code. Oh, All right. Okay. This is a nice house. So what we're going to do here, we're going to go on Zillow. We're going to go down and we're going to see this house is listed for $397 a square foot. Okay. So that's where we're going to start. $397 a square foot. That's where I start my ARV. Next, I go over here to another one in the exact same zip code. And I'm looking for the conditions of the house, right? So it's not bad. It's mm -hmm. not updated, but it's not bad. So now this one here is at $440. This is crazy, man. So now I got $397. I got my $440. Man, whew. dude, I can't afford to live up there, man. Look at this thing, man. This is crazy. This is what I get for $625,000, man. All right. All right. Fine. All right. So look, so, so now you go down. Let's find what the square footage is. $350, okay? This property here is not, yeah, it's not the best. So I'm going to take the low of 350, okay? That's going to be my minimum for, for my uh, ARV, for my price per square foot. Then I'm going to, here's another one. Oh, so you got 350, you got 397, and you got a freaking 463. So my low end, I'm going to say 350. My high end, I'm going to say 400. So whenever I'm doing, and this is just, a, like I said, it's a rule of thumb. It's not perfect, okay? It's not perfect. But if you're speaking to a seller and you're using these numbers, you got to be close, okay? Uh, you, you'll be in good shape. So if I come across an opportunity here in this zip code, when I look at it, all right, so hey, if I got a property 2,000 square feet and my ARV is uh, $400 per square foot, so if I'm doing 2,000, because that's the size of the house. For those of us that don't know, square foot 
means it's that's how large the home is, okay? All right, so if I have a house that's 2,000 square feet and I know, hey, I can get $400 uh, dollars a square foot once it's fixed up. So I take 2,000 times 400. That's telling me my ARV is $800,000. Okay, so Mia, you have this right now, right? Is, is Mia still with us? Yeah, she takes it. She got uh, unmute me, uh, Mia. Well, yeah, see, see if she's willing to, uh, yeah. To... I'm sorry, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Awesome. Mia, do you have a uh, calculator or uh, a notebook with you? I got a calculator on my phone. It sounds okay. like she's driving. I hear her jamming over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's, that's my friend in the background. That's why I was on mute. Okay, I got it, got it. Okay, so so let's say uh, you have this property here. The ARV is eight hundred thousand dollars. Okay, right. your renovations is one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Can you tell me what your maximum purchase price would be? Or you said the ARV is eight hundred thousand, yes. and the renovation is one hundred seventy-five thousand. Yes. So. I'm just to check that to come up with my new purchase price, right? Mm -hmm. So that's going to leave me with six hundred twenty-five thousand for my new purchase price. Is that going to be your new purchase price? Is it eight hundred thousand minus one seventy-five? That's going to be your new purchase price. That's the one seventy five thousand is the renovation price, correct? Yes. That's correct. the how much it's going to cost to repair. Uh huh. That's right. I like it. All right, so because we're here to help. Oh, you. If you I'm subtracting, if I'm subtracting eight hundred thousand, one seventy five thousand from eight hundred thousand. I like, re remember this, the very first thing that you want to do when it comes to um, your, your renovations, you want to do this here. You want to do your 0.75, remember? Oh, yeah, the 75%. The there 70 you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you was gonna, it was going to come back to you. So, so if you go 800,000, you do times... 600,000. How much is that? 600. 600,000. Minus. Minus the 175,000. Ah. There, there okay. we go. <laughs> ah. Now, yeah, there we go. And, and, and what is that? Your maximum offer. That ain't how much you're going to offer. You're going to offer right, less than that. That's just my maximum. That's just my maximum. That's the top end. That's the worst case scenario offer. <laughs> yep. Right, right. Because mm -hmm. we want to negotiate it down so I can have something to receive. Absolutely. If you're gonna wholesale it, you need to negotiate down. If you're gonna, if you're gonna keep it fixing and flip, you still want to negotiate down. You want your wiggle room. So, so what was that 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 new purchase price? One. Um. So what's that? Four twenty-five. Yeah. Uh. Jerry. Uh. Jerry got it. He put it in there. Four twenty-five. He knocked it out the park. Got That's it. That's my business partner right there, Jerry. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, see, he over there jamming. He over there jamming and, and, and paying attention to you. He over letting you do the wrong numbers. <laughs> Perfect. So, so James now knows, hey, 425 is the maximum amount that, hey, I can offer if you're going to flip it yourself. Yeah. Okay. So now imagine if you're a wholesaler, right? So now if you're a wholesaler, what should you offer? There's no magic number. It all depends upon how much you want to make, right? So let's say you have a $10,000 fee that you want to make. Now you go in, you subtract 10,000 from here. So, I, hey, I offer 415. So now whenever I walk it to my investor at 425, he says, hey, does it fit my 75% rule? It does, I'll take it. If it doesn't meet the 75 and, it, and you have to add your 10,000 to 425, now he's going to look at it and say, man, I'm, I'm, shoot, that's 80%. That's a little bit too rich for me. So you want to know what the 75% rule is, and then you want to subtract your fee at the end. All right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, everybody on this call learns on the day. <laughs> Hey, look, man, that's, that's the whole uh, uh, purpose, man. We, we all, Absolutely. Want to, um, you know, we, we all want to grow. That, that is definitely the goal. So that, did that answer, actually, I don't know if that answered me a question. Do I just want to borrow enough money for the renovation uh, from the hard money lender or the bank or whomever you borrowed them, private money? Perfect. So whenever you go into hard money, all right, it's it, it can be a little tricky. All right. But ultimately, when you're there and you're speaking with hard money, hard money is telling you that, hey, I'm willing to give you 100 percent. I'm going to give you 100 percent of your renovation cost. All right. So meaning that, hey, if my renovation is one hundred seventy five thousand. They're going to give you that one hundred seventy five thousand dollars for your renovations. OK, so and then they're going to give you a certain percentage of the purchase. So, for instance, they may come back and say, Joe, we're going to give you 90% of the purchase price, okay? And we're going to give you 100% of the renovations. So, in this example, our purchase price is $425,000. Is that right? Yep. Okay. So, if our purchase price is $425,000, they're going to give us 90% of that. That means... Joe, I'm going to give you $382,000 for the purchase of that property. So what I need for you, Joe, is I need for you to bring that 10% to the table. Again. It is, right? So now, watch this. I'll make it sexy. So 425 times 10%, that's $42,500 you need to come up with okay now is it anybody on the call that has forty two thousand five hundred dollars yep i know you do all right perfect <laughs> lt does let me ask this let me ask it in reverse now is it anyone on the call that does not have forty two uh thousand dollars that they can invest in this project don't have it there we go. All right, cool. So, so, so let let's speak to you really quick, Mister. <laughs> as you go by. All right. So, 
you have a you you have a solution and you have a problem okay mr williams have a solution and he has a problem so let's speak about it your, your solution is you have this opportunity here to where you can purchase a property and be all in what was it there uh 425 425 oh uh, yeah 425 plus 175 on the renovation 600 so your your solution is hey look i got, I got a property here that we can make two hundred thousand dollars off of right you have a great opportunity the problem is you don't have forty forty five thousand dollars to make this deal work lt he has a problem he has $45,000 that's not making him any money. You have a solution to his problem. He has a solution uh, to your problem. So you two work together. So now, say you work together, you come up with an agreement, and you say, hey, I'll do all the work. You front the money, and we'll split it down, down the middle. Would you work with, L with LT for $100,000? Yep. Hey, if you want, I'm pushing you out the way, man. Pick me, pick me, pick me. You know what I mean? So that's how real estate works. So I'll fix and flip. So let's just say when you see the infomercials, learn how to buy a house with, you know, no cash, you know, no money, no credit. You can do that. In this case here, let me show how you can get that accomplished with no money. You get the property on the contract. Whose money did you use to close the deal? LTs, right? Mr. Williams. So you use Coach Williams' money. It didn't cost you any money. So you're in this deal with zero dollars out of your pocket personally, right? Not zero dollars. It's going to be money in this thing, but not out of your pocket, okay? Next, let's say you don't have the best credit, all right? This is hypothetical. Your credit is horrible but you got this good opportunity, okay? Let's show you how you get around that, how you still do this deal with no money, no credit. You put the property on the contract anyway, LT's the money man anyway, you're the labor. So you put the property under contract, you assign the property to LT's company, all right? You assign it to him, and now you do what they call a joint venture, okay? The same thing you would do with LT if the property was in your, your company's name. In this case, you put it in LT's name, you do a joint venture, which states that at the end of the uh, uh, project, you get 50% of the profits, he gets 50% of the profits. Done. So now you deal. Can I ask a question on that note? Yes, sir. Uh, you first would have to get with LT to agree uh, before you do the contract or do you just take a gamble and hope you find somebody that's going to front the money? Great question. Great question. Starting out, you want to get the contract. Period. You want to get the contract. Because if you, if you take, you know... Um, you got like certain days, right? Yeah, you, you can put in there uh, 30 days to close. You know... You're in control. You want to be fair, but you're in control. But say you don't find anybody in 30 days, what happens to you? If you're in the right network, if you're invested with the right network of people, you'll get it. You'll get okay. it sold. Now, here's the thing. You may not get it sold to where you get 50% of the proceeds, 
but you should be able to assign that and sell that contract to someone to where you get something, right? To where you get something. So your benefit is if you find someone that has capital, but doesn't have the time to manage a project, but you do, that's how you can negotiate a larger portion. If they have time and capital, hey, you just, you know what? You take it, pay me, you know, 5,000, 10,000, and hey, we can keep working together. And eventually, you know, we'll keep building our relationship together. But this just shows you how you can purchase property with no money out of your own pocket. It's being involved in the right network. And then it's getting proper coaching and mentorship to get you guys from point A to point B to point C to point D. That is it. And once you get it, you're going to be like, wow, I, I didn't know I could do all this. And when you say that, I didn't know I could do all this, you know, like, man, I could raise $100,000 for this deal. Right before we got, um, I logged in, I was at a dinner, at the dinner two hours. And I called, uh, actually I called LT because like we're, we're brothers, not blood brothers, but we're like brothers, like seriously brothers. Um, I called him. He said, hey, how'd the meeting go? I said, yeah, hey, I, I, uh, I raised $100,000. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, what? I'm like, yeah, I raised $100,000. He was like, man, way to go. So my end is like, hey, Zoom user, you have this opportunity here. <laughs> You're in our network. We work together. This deal is, is going to take $45,000. You think I'm going to give you uh, $45,000 to make $100,000? Heck yeah. Damn right I am. Excuse my language. And most importantly, I trust you because we got the same training, the same knowledge, the same education. So we're, we're going to work together. <clears throat> All right. So, so for, for the uh, lack of time here, I know we're going a little bit over time, guys. Thanks for being patient with us. Uh, it got a little exciting there for us. So, so I'm going to share this with you guys. Remember the calculating the, uh, uh, the ARV, quick rule of thumb. You can go to Zillow, look at some renovated properties to find the highest in that zip code, and also look at some like uh, lower end properties that kind of tell you where the threshold is. And then you just kind of uh, figure out, hey, which number you want to use uh, for your high end, low end. That's if you don't have a realtor available. It's always best to have a realtor or appraisals numbers versus Zillow's numbers, okay? So uh, understand your renovation costs. You want to get with, uh, with the group that's going to be able to teach you guys, um, you know, hey, what does it cost to uh, for floor and material? Okay, so all right, well, what kind of floor? Now, are we speaking about uh, uh, floating floors? Or are we speaking about tile? Okay, floating floors. Okay, are we speaking about laminate floors? Are we speaking about hardwood floors, engineer wood? What are we, you know? All right, cool. You're like, holy moly, this is a lot. Well, let's tone it down and let's learn and grow together. So you want to get an understanding of what those uh, prices are going to be. So here's a spreadsheet that I actually created that I use for myself. And I do this in an area, um, if I'm in one area and I'm getting paid, I ask for my contractors to give me, especially in new markets, hey, tell me what are you charging for these items 
So that way, hey, I can get out here and I can run my numbers quickly and submit to a deal to you. You can tell me if it works or not. We're going to do a lot of business together. And they always say, okay, cool. A lot of them don't have exact numbers, but I kind of drill them down. I don't hold a gun to their head. They're not, um, you know, they don't have to do this, but I want to know, hey, ballpark figure where they're at. Okay. So when it comes to roofing, I want to know, hey, how much does it cost to remove the old shingles? Okay. How much does it cost to put the new shingles on? Am I doing one layer or I'm doing two layers? Am I layering over the shingles that are all already there? So, you know, I'm looking at all these things for exterior paint, interior paint, landscape, and all these different factors. So you want a good system that you can actually uh, go by to help you guys calculate your repair costs. Kid you not, this will save you in so many ways as a wholesaler or fix and flipper, okay? So here, here's an example of a fix and flip uh, that me and LT actually participated in, okay? So we sold this house here for $184,000, okay? We purchased the property for $54,000. Our renovation cost was $50,000. Our closing cost to sell the house came out to be about $13,500, and the net profit was $66,500. Is that a deal that you guys would like to be involved in? Yep. Yep. So now, imagine this here. Now, I'm not thinking, thank God I'm not in that Virginia market, LT. I don't know what I would do up there. But imagine this here. So we bought this property for 54000 And remember, the hard money lender, they said that, hey, Joe, I will give you, I, per, I will give you 90% of the purchase. So guess how much money we had to come up with? $5,400. Uh, right? And I'm going to give you the full 50000 on the renovations. Not a bad deal now, right? So that's why when you see a lot of folks saying, oh yeah, hey, I'm, I'm flipping houses, you know, this is how they're able to do it. Now, I want you guys to know there are some, some additional requirements with borrowing the money. Like you'll have a monthly uh, uh, payment to make, interest payment, like any other place, you know? Um, some additional things you need, you need closing cost money. You wanna put insurance on your properties. And you also want to have funds that uh, you're going to have utility costs. So you're going to have a, a little bit of extra costs. But working with the proper network, they'll help you factor all of that information in. Okay. So that, all of that. So to tell you exactly what your profit is going to be. i got a couple questions. Sure. Um, how do you find a good mentor? Number one. Number two. Um, how do you analyze calculations for uh, closing costs ahead of time? Great, great question. Great question, because I got a lot of ninja tricks to that. It's not always perfect, but it's a good ninja trick, okay? So, but when it comes to finding the, the best mentor, it's going to be like anything else. You're, you're going to have to date them, you know, um, you're going to have to interview them. Because you want to make sure that the mentor that you're working with is going to be the best fit for you. Yes, they can provide all the information to you. 
Some of us, all we need is paperwork. Hey, give us the paperwork. Let us go. Some of us, we're going to need paperwork and we're going to need coaching. All right. Okay. Perfect. So find the system, the group that's going to help you with the paperwork, which can be the most intimidating part. It was for me when I started. And then uh, someone that's going to be able to do some coaching along the way. Because when you get in the game time, you ain't going to be able to go uh, uh, pull out your paperwork and check everything. But we do know during the game, players go to the sideline and consult their coaches, right? So get with a, a good group. We offer uh, mentorship so uh, in, in coaching. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, if anyone's in, interested in right now, if you guys can do this for me, uh, if you can drop your uh, email in the uh, in the chat line, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and save that right now. And uh, I'll reach out to you guys. You can do that or you can do this here. Go to uh, Instagram or Facebook. Follow me right now and send me a message. Okay. Just send me a message. You go to Instagram, Facebook right now and send me a message. So email or Facebook, Instagram, send me a message. What we'll do at that time is we'll schedule a one-on-one and doing that one-on-one, we'll really figure out what your needs are. We'll figure out what's the best style of investor for you. And when I say style of investor, some people need to be passive investors. Some people need to be active investors. So we'll drill that down. So tonight with my meeting I had with my group, it was a husband and wife. They were passive, meaning that, all right, Joe, we got a lot of money we want to invest. We feel comfortable starting out with $100,000. Can you imagine somebody? Yeah, you know, we'll start out with $100,000. But if it does better, you know, we we can go up, you know, to to three or 400. Imagine somebody telling you that. Right? You're just like, holy moly. You know, oh, yeah. And that's how they were saying it. Oh, yeah. We could do $100,000. And here's my problem. That's how you know they got money. Yeah, right? But but here's my problem. I don't have transactions for them right now. Look at that. Somebody tells you, hey, I got $100,000 for you. You want to secure the bag right then and there. Right? I don't have, I don't have projects for them because I have so many different investors. Right? So now... I have to continue to grow my network, look for prop uh, projects to be able to feed them to keep them happy as well. All right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for, for my socials. Gotcha. Um, well, uh, um, so yeah. So imagine that. So you get to, as LT, how I found them, I made the same thing. I would make social media um, um, posts. And as a result, let me show you guys here. See if I have it up here. Uh, Trying to see if it's going to come up here. All right, here we go. My notifications blocked. All right, let's see here. 
All right. So I have like uh, here. All right. So so I make like posts. So people see my posts and they're like, whoa, OK, this is what this guy is doing. Like he's really involved in real estate. I send them, hey, look, go check, go check my stuff out. Right. So here's a property here coming soon. That's one. Here's a house here. Another one. So I'm posting stuff. They're seeing it. That's my son there. So so and then I'll go over here. I have another uh, company here. This is, you know, is when, when I was really big on lease, uh, doing lease purchases. So I haven't done much of this, but uh, mostly my um, my credit repair guy has been. So, but but I will send them to like all of my different pages and say, all right, look, hey, here's my stuff here. Go go check it out. This is a house here I, uh, I flipped. And actually I own this one again now too. Uh, I love it. So, so I would go and I would send them like, hey, you know, yeah, go, go check out my pages here. This is where I'm at. Um, here we were doing stuff in the Virgin Islands. So you got walkthroughs there. So, so they're seeing that, hey, I'm like working, like working hard. You got Coach Joe. So I, got, I built some credibility, you know. So, so all you have to do, make posts, let people know what you're doing. Um, you, you don't have to solicit their business right then and there, but you want to let, let them know what you're doing, you know, to, to build up some credibility, to build up an audience. And guess what? When you're sitting down in that barber's chair, he's like, yeah, my mama, my mama want to sell a house, you know? Oh, really? Where is it at? How much would she like for it? You know, you just start that conversation with them. And, uh, oh, I like it, man. I like it. That's, that's what he's like. oh, Shaw. Ask it, Shaw. So, so you're doing these, uh, um, you're building your credibility. People start following you and just know it takes time to build your pipeline like, like anything else, you know, like anything else. So um, I'm going to pause it here. That is a book that uh, I've written. I have coming out here uh, first of next month. Um, Coach Williams, he has a book coming out first of next month. As you can see, we're two young, energetic brothers who work, um, you know, at this thing. We love what we do. Uh, we want to coach and, and, and mentor others to really help us all reach that, that destination that we're searching for, to help us all. Um, it's, it's an addiction to us both. And we're not asking you to, for this to become an addiction to you. We're just asking you to commit to it if this is, you know, what you would like to do, you know. So with that being said, are there any questions from anyone out there? Yeah, there's a few questions. Um, I'm sorry, Joe. I know you had your hand up. Joe, did you still want to make a comment? No, I was actually, uh, I never raised a hand. That was to the question, like, who got $45,000? I was saying, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't. Okay, great deal. That. Hey, we need we need to get with you, Joe, so we can put your money to work so it can make more money than uh, it's making now. So, but we we have to build a relationship to do that. Um, Mia did put in there. Um, so, with hard money lenders, you have to make a profit that makes up the ten percent alone with the extra money that you take out. All right. So, all right. So, so let me make sure. Joel and Mia, are you guys partners? Is that how it was? Jaren. Jaren. Oh, Jaren and Mia. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, okay. So um, let me, let me read the question again to make sure I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interpret interpreting it correctly. 
How do you get contract? No, I'm looking for okay. So if hard money lenders you make, yeah. Uh yes, that's correct. You do. So that's why you utilize that 75% rule, right? So that 75% rule, you leave 25% of equity in the property. So that 25% of equity that's left in the property is enough to pay uh, uh, for you to profit from the transaction once you sell the home, right? So that's what that equity is left. So out of that 25%, you probably really realistically could expect about 20%. Now, Jaren asks, um, how do we get our contracts? Um, <laughs> so um, you want to take that or you want me to do it? <laughs> you know, the, the best way, uh, Jaren, for that, man, um, hey, I'll I put my email down there. Um, Coach Williams put his email down there in Facebook. Best way for that, if you like needing contracts, you know, just uh, reach out to us via social media and uh, we, we can figure out how to get you a contract or two. And, and when you're speaking of contract, is he speaking of uh, purchase sale contract? He's speaking of wholesale contract, special financing contract. What kind of contract is he speaking of? Do you know? He may be speaking of that v JV you were talking about and everything else dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's okay. several contracts out there. Um, so I guess once he hit us up on social media, he'll let us know more. And I, he probably put the message in there, but let's go. I'm going to go down the order. Um, Joe, uh, what part of VA are you in? Well, I'm not in Virginia. No, no, not you, Joe. Oh, Joe. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, the, I'm in Chester, but most of uh, Chester, Richmond, Chesterfield, Petersburg. I'm mostly okay. marketing in Petersburg and Richmond. So I'm right here in Lorton right now. I'm in Lorton and Woodbridge and uh, Alexandria and DC. Okay, yeah. I know, I know Alexandria. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we definitely you got my you got my handles, so you can hit me up and um, try and do some things around here. Okay. All right. Let me see the new messages. Uh, okay, they go. The best way is uh, Coach Joe. Okay, and then oh, okay, gotcha. Got it. Okay. Uh, so, would you suggest being a fix and flip first wholesaler? Uh, is there more risk to borrowing hard money than it is to start off? with no money. So uh, Mia, um, you really got to kind of figure out what kind of investor you are personally. Um, what's your end state and what's your goals, right? That's the most important thing. You want to find out exactly your goals. What do you want out of it? Do you want long-term money? Do you want short money? Do you want money to make a little money so that you can go and buy rental properties? Do you want to make just, you know, short, do you want to help other people um, like buyers or investors grow their income. So you make money by helping others make their money. So it really depends. I mean, honestly, fix and flip, if you know how to do your numbers and you understand working with contractors, working with title companies, working with hard money lenders, and you have those relationships already in place and you comfortable with that risk, yeah, you can do it. If you're comfortable with, hey, I found somebody with a problem. I put a contract with this person with a problem. I found somebody that want that problem and I get paid because this person want this problem and I made both people happy and I'm happy. Then that's a wholesaler. And it's easy to make money that way because it's so many people out there have the four D's and I ain't gonna go into details because we late. 
Uh, but if y'all want more about it, you know, definitely attend Sunday so we can get some more meat and potatoes. And like I said, it's, it's divorce is one of them. Death is one of them, right? Debt is another one. And, yep, you know, yep. it's, so you got D's out there. You got all these folks that's got a problem. And somebody want to buy that problem from that person. So wholesaling is the easiest way, right? Easiest way. She said, 30 minutes, please. <laughs> I want a long term. Okay. <laughs> all right. So. Look, we, we, me and Joe, myself and Joe, um, we, we love what we do. Like you said, we're addicted to this stuff and we'll stay all night, but I got a little newborn back there and I got to go play with him before he go to bed. Um, listen, y'all hit us up on social media. Be on Sunday when we have the next class and uh, we'll get to know each other a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to stay quiet. I'm going to let Joe take the lead on a lot of it and then I'll try, chime in as I go. But um, look, it's an hour and a half. Uh, I think we answer all the questions in the thing. Uh, y'all got our handles. Y'all got our email address. You got our information. Um, definitely link up with Joe first because I'm, I'm, I got a newborn. So I'm, I'm just being honest. I got a newborn. <laughs> yeah. I'm letting him take care of it. And then I, I get in when I fit in. So uh, thank y'all for y'all time. I, that's all I have, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And um, yeah, we, we, we definitely, you know, want to be mindful and conscious of uh, your, your time and all others. Hey, and, and if you guys have topics that you would like for us to discuss, uh, hey, the best way to reach out to us, you know, send, send us a, a message. You can utilize Meetup as well. Uh, send us a message on uh, one of the social media platforms, email or Meetup, and, uh, you know, we'll definitely work that into one of our conversations. Uh, Mr. Zoom user, reach out to us because uh, I know you're interested in looking for, uh, excuse me, coaching and mentorship. So definitely reach out to us so we can schedule some time uh, to spend with you. And um, as well as Mr. James, whenever, you know, you, you feel like you you can benefit from, uh, you know, a one-on-one -on -one call, you know, definitely reach out so we can, uh, you know, see if we can offer some guidance and assistance as well. So uh, if it's nothing else, I want to thank you guys for joining us tonight. I'm excited uh, for everything you guys have, you know, going on. And we're excited to be able to help you guys uh, along this journey. Uh, each one, teach one, uh, earn, I'm sorry, learn, earn, return. That's our, uh, our code. That's our motto. So thank you guys again, signing off. Everyone has, have a wonderful uh, rest of the night. Thank you. Take care. Yes, sir.